Good morning, my friends. Welcome back to the Meerkat Musings podcast with your host, myself, Ben, aka the Aftermoon. And on this uh, morning of the the 9th of September, we reflect on the uh, the events of yesterday, which in the Julehandra rock you're probably aware of, but just to go back through them. So yesterday morning, word came out that Queen Elizabeth II was um, not well and that her family were rushing to her residence in Scotland, Balmoral, in Aberdeenshire. And... It was there was just something about the the tenor and tone of of the statements being released by the palace that made people think this might be something very very serious. After all, you don't normally invite your family to your to your side like that in those circumstances, unless it is something very very serious. Uh, and in fact, that. Her, her children and her grandchildren were rushing there as fast as they could. Told you this was something very, very serious. But as is perhaps almost typical in these circumstances, I mean, it's typical with a lot of um, a lot of situations, really. News didn't come to us thick and fast. One of the things about the royal family and the way in which they handle certain things is that they always handle it in a very certain way, irrespective of of what public demand might be and expectation might be. But there were signs that we were losing Queen Elizabeth. Newscasters and um, I think in some cases where possible politicians, at one point they they actually changed their clothes from anything that was, say, you know, navy blue, for example. Suddenly it was, you know, black tie, black jacket, which is normally something they do in the event of the death of a monarch. And this happened before any kind of announcement, by the way, regarding regarding uh, Queen Elizabeth's death. But it just people, you just got people thinking of more, of course, you know, about what was going on. I did hear that official protocol in these circumstances was normally that if the Queen had passed away that it wouldn't be announced until 8am the following day. However, in I mean, in this day and age, in the day and age of multimedia and the internet, holding on to that information would be very, very difficult. And sure enough, I think it was around half past six, uh, it was announced that Queen Elizabeth II had passed away at the age of 96, uh, having reigned as queen for 70 years. She was the longest serving, longest living and longest reigning monarch in UK history. And whatever you may think of the royal family, I mean, I'm not necessarily entirely certain as to my views on the royal family sometimes, One of the things you can say is that Queen Elizabeth II, she always held herself with a certain measure of poise and dignity. She 
had a strong sense of duty, without question. She would, even right up until literally a couple of days before she died, she would fulfil what she felt were her obligations as Queen, namely by you know, accepting the re- resignation of one Prime Minister, accepting or appointing another Prime Minister in her place. I mean, she was doing that two days before she died. She must have already felt at that point extremely frail, extremely tired. I mean, how can you not at the age of 96? But she was determined to do what she effectively felt she was born to do. And she always made it her mission to to fulfil those obligations. No matter how perhaps tough they were on her personally, we don't know. Uh, she was a very private person in many ways. Her her personal views were very much kept to herself. We don't know what she made of various sort of prime ministers and presidents and other heads of state that she met because she kept her personal views to herself. She perhaps felt it was part of her duty to to not rock the boat, as it were, to be impartial in in those many other circumstances. Yes, there there are things to say about the royal family that are questionable. The whole Prince Andrew saga, for example, what has happened with Harry and uh, Harry and Meghan. We can go back further, of course, to Princess Diana uh, and some of the uh, controversies surrounding her. But as I say, the Queen herself has always con- conducted herself in in a noble fashion. And I would admit to being quite sad when I first heard the news. The other thing to bear in mind here is that the Queen, she wasn't just Queen Elizabeth. She was also a mother and a grandmother and a great-grandmother. So for her family, this is a deeply personal loss, especially being in mind that given how old she was, you could always be forgiven for thinking that she would never go. Uh, you could you could imagine that she would always be there because for for her family, indeed for the entire country, she'd always been there. There are very few people uh, who are alive today who would remember um, Queen Elizabeth's father or you know any other sort of British monarch other than Queen Elizabeth. Yeah, me personally, she's the only queen. She's the only kind of like head of state I've ever known in this country. We've had prime ministers come and go. We've had popes come and go. Uh, you know, we've had U.S. presidents and French presidents, and all the others have all come and gone. But Queen Elizabeth has been there, and she's always been there. And now she's not, which is quite surreal. The role of of queen, or as it now is, of course, king, is largely a ceremonial role the uh, the monarch has no actual power per se anymore in uk society but nonetheless there is this kind of notion that they were guiding light and people will look now to king charles king charles the third for stability at a point where the country, let's face it, is in a fair bit of crisis. There's a number of reasons why this country can be considered to be in a, in a bit of turmoil. And 
people are going to look to, to Charles very, very soon for, for guidance, to be a light in the darkness. And all of this, of course, is happening while uh, you know, Charles himself will be coming to terms with, with the loss of his mother and trying to support the rest of his family through this time. I don't know whether or not he actually wants to be king. Um, I mean, there were rumours at one stage that he might have considered abdicating and passing the crown straight down to William. But on the other hand, I think one of the things that would have been instilled in him by his mother is you know, a sense of duty, uh, a sense of of stately obligation that this is you know his role, his responsibility, and that he can't just pass it on to someone else. It's something he actually has to do. So, you know, irrespective of whether he wants the role, irrespective of his emotional state right now, because he will be grieving. And I, I don't doubt that he loved his mother and he will be mourning. Suddenly, straight away, this role is now upon him. He got me thinking, actually. I mean, back in, like, say, you know, the 14th century, 15th century, that kind of thing, uh, when, um, when a king or queen died and their successor took the throne, they wouldn't have any time to grieve or to mourn whatsoever, you know, irrespective of their personal things. They wouldn't have any time to celebrate, you know, whatever it might be, how they thought about ascending to the throne. Back then, the, you know, the king and queen, whoever they might have been, their role was, well, far more expansive. They actually were a ruler. They had to leave the country through whatever situation it was going through. And that situation would be dropped onto their lap almost immediately when they became the ruler. And they wouldn't have time to reflect upon whether they were ready. They wouldn't have the opportunity to, to mourn. That was it. They were just like, look, okay, you know, you're now in charge. Tell us what to do. So things have obviously changed a lot over the years. But nonetheless... It's still going to be a difficult time, I think, for for Charles, for for the whole family. You know, they they've lost perhaps one of their leading lights. Queen Elizabeth II was hugely popular in the United Kingdom, irrespective of people's views on the monarchy. I don't think there are many people out there who bore her any ill will, and. Her loss leaves a massive hole in, in UK society right now. Who knows where that leads us? Who knows how that gets repaired? All I can say perhaps is uh, rest in peace, Queen Elizabeth II. And I wish King Charles and his family and his loved ones... Well, I wish them love and I wish them kindness during a, a period of mourning and that's that's all I can sort of say on that